0: Listen, buddy, if you're looking for the diet frozen yogurt bar went out of business last summer.
1: Actually, I'm looking for a Batman number 14.
0: Welcome back, folks. It's time for my second part of the J.L. May 2020 coverage. And who am I? I'm that consumer of the cosmic coffee continually contributing to my comic book coverage, the caffeinated Clinton Robinson. And what is J.L. May 2020? It's this year's podcast crossover event, looking at the DC Comics surrounding the Countdown to Infinite Crisis event. For my first entry, I covered Outsiders number 29, but this time I'll be looking at the Rand Thanagar War. Granted, I'm just going to be talking about the six-issue story, not the tie-in books that came after or the sequel that came much later. So, Ranthanagar War, along with Villains United, The OMAC Project, and The Day of Vengeance, is one of four miniseries that led up to DC Comics' Infinite Crisis. Unlike most of the other tie-ins, it is also a continuation of storylines from two other series. Adam Strange Planet Heist, and, to a lesser extent, Green Lantern Rebirth. For more on Adam Strange Planet Heist, check out the relatively geeky podcast entry in this year's jail. The Rand Thanagar War was published throughout the second half of 2005. Writer was Dave Gibbons. Pencils done by Ivan Reis, Joe Prado, Joe Bennett... Inks by Mark Campos, Joe Prado, Eau Claire Albert, Jack Jackson, or sorry, Jack Jadson. Colors by John Calles, Richard Horry, Tanya Horry, and letters by Nick J. Napolitano. Since I am needing to summarize an entire six-issue mini, I'm borrowing a synopsis from Wikipedia. During Planet Heist, Adam Strange fought a rogue group of Thanagarians. During the battle, the leader of the group transported Strange's adopted homeworld of Ran into the Thanagarian system in hopes of creating a dictatorship. However, Ran's new location caused the orbit of Thanagar to become unstable, and Thanagar crashed into the system's sun. The surviving Thanagarians and Ranians now all live on Ran, and tensions are high between the groups to say the least, as each blames the other for the predicament. Aware that the war could erupt at any time, Strange goes to Earth to recruit the help of Hawkman Carter Hall and Hawkgirl Kendra, Kendra Saunders, who are from Thanagar, kinda, sorta, but think you're oversimplifying things here, at Wikipedia. Meanwhile, Green Lantern Kyle Rayner and Legion, that's L-E-G-I-O-N, member Captain Comet go to Thanagar to investigate finding Onamar Sin and engaging in a battle with Onamar Sin escaping through a dropship. They then find hundreds of bodies buried underground, supplying Onamar Sin with energy while fellow Green Lantern Kilowog shows up. Later, Kilowog and Kyle terraform Thanagar back to life and save the underground bodies. When Strange and the Hawks arrive on Ran, they are shocked to see that the war has already begun. They form a team, including the Thanagarian Hawk Woman, Shayera Thal, and the Tamaranian Blackfire. More and more planets are drawn into the war as Ran and Thanagar each call on their respective allies. Seeing a chance to seize power, Blackfire betrays the group, killing Hawkwoman in the process. It becomes clear that all factions have a common enemy, Onamar Sen. With the help of Tigor of the Omega Men and Captain Comet, Strange's team manages to cut Sin into seven pieces, and each piece is inserted into a separate star, preventing him from reforming. By doing this, they have essentially sentenced him to punishment in seven hells. So, let's take a quick promo break, and I'll be back to discuss.
2: I hope he's home. Why does it sound like I'm using a phone in the UK? Told you never to call me again. Yeah, I know. And modern science has yet to create a device to measure how much I don't care. Look, I'm getting the trailer for this year's JL May together, and I assumed I had to make you a part of it since you're always in everybody's trailer or something. (laughs) Well, look at you. Leading this year's JL May. Somebody's wearing his big boy pants. So, what's the theme? I sent you an email like a month ago. Like, I even pay attention to anything you send me. Countdown to Infinite Crisis. Infinite Crisis? No, Countdown to Infinite Crisis. I'm not following. Shocking. The theme this year, I'm going to, like, I'm talking to a child. The theme this year is Countdown to Infinite Crisis. I thought it was a fascinating time period in DC's history. So a bunch of us are getting together to talk about the various specials and miniseries and crossovers that led up to Infinite Crisis. It's the event before the event. The whole thing is going to kick off on April 30th, 2020, with a special episode of Views from the Long Box covering the Countdown to Infinite Crisis 80-page giant, and from there a whole bunch of shows that I will be adding in post-production. will discuss these previously mentioned miniseries and crossover issues. And people actually agreed to this? Shockingly, yes! Well, it's probably a good thing that you're going to cover Countdown to Infinite Crisis instead of the Countdown series, because that was a train wreck. Yeah, you know, actually, that was my thinking, too. Now, are you going to help me with this trailer or not? Fine, I will help you with your little trailer. Good. Uh, don't worry, by the way. There won't be any dates for you to get wrong. I hate you so much. J.L. May 2020. Countdown to Infinite Crisis. The event before the event. This crossover kicks off on April 30th, 2020, on Views from the long box, and continues into... Aquaman and Firestorm, The Fire and Water Podcast, Robin, Everyone Loves the Drink, Pop Culture Affidavit, It All Comes Back to Superman, The Fan Holes Podcast, Justice's First Dawn, The Birds of Prey Podcast, Married with Comics, The Coffee and Comics Podcast, The Longbox Crusade, Task Force X, Relatively Geeky Presents, Wonder Woman, Warrior for Peace, and the Dr. DC Podcast.
0: Holy smokes. This is a story that packs a lot into six issues. There's a lot of story to process in there. I mean, the Wikipedia entry summed it up very nicely, but they skimmed over some of the best parts, at least in my opinion. Tigor and Captain Comment have a bigger presence in the story than the st- than what this summary suggests. While, despite being marketed all over the place, Kyle Rayner's involvement is actually much less than I'd expected, though his role is still very important. On the surface, this really seems like it would be an excuse for Adam Strange and Hawkman to be at each other's throats for several issues. And indeed, the title felt like that to me when it was originally originally solicited. So I actively avoided it. Boy, oh boy, I couldn't have been more... Within a very few pages, it's firmly established that they will be hardcore teammates in this adventure, and that is that. Besides that, I really feel this mini was titled incorrectly. I mean, yeah, there is definitely a war between Ran and Thanagar, but honestly, I would have been sold ten times more had it been called what it really is. Cosmic Adventures in the DC Universe. Okay, so it's just a working title, somebody with legit creativity, take a stab at it, and get back with me. That's right, just about every space-related character that isn't the Green Lantern Corps or Space Cabby is name-checked here. Adam Strange, Blackfire, Hawkman, Hawk Woman, Captain Comet, the Legion, L-E-G-I-O-N, Real Docs Legion, you know, not, not the... Yeah, anyway. Tigor, and the Omega Men... Even the Prince Gavin version of Starman! Any fan of DC's cosmic characters will be thrilled to see all the characters that pop up along the way. So, on to actual reviews. The writing in the story is very indicative of where DC was and where it was heading at the time. The story gets dark, and I mean dark in parts but still not quite as dark as what happens to Blue Beetle over in Countdown to Infinite Crisis. See views from the long box. Onomar Sin is a massive giant who consumes energy from the dead and uses the corpses to form armies. That's not exactly Lex Luthor stole 40 cakes, you know. And I mean, that's a big deal because 40 cakes, that's like four tens. But the writing is very well done here, folks. The pacing is great. You better read it on the app or in a trade, though, because you just get yourself hooked and involved, and then it's time to switch to the next issue. But is this any real surprise? It's Dave Gibbons. Come on, Dave Gibbons, folks. Oh, you only know him as an artist? Well, the man can write, too. And all those years as an artist have added to the ability to pace the story... And describe the scene, I'm sure. it. I was shaken when shay Thal was killed off. Honestly, I didn't even know she was still alive at this point in DC history, with Kendra Saunders having taken up the hot girl mantle and all. But I was thrilled to see her for the few moments she was involved. So, Ivan Rice on art. Do I really need to tell you this entire story? is flippin' beautiful. Well, it is. Yes, folks. This is a story full of panels you could hang on your wall. Sardath is your favorite character for some odd reason? This is the story you're hunting for to get art from. Don't think Adam Strange and Captain Comet can look very heroic? You, my friend, have never seen this book. Trust me, it's all beautiful. Even Hawkwoman's death. Even the scenes of Onomar Sin devouring corpses. All of it. So, yes... You must definitely pick up this story and read, read, read. It's far more enjoyable than you've led yourself to believe, or at least far more enjoyable than I led myself. But how does this all relate to the all countdown to Infinite Crisis? Well, that's kind of an odd question to answer. Really not a whole lot to the best of my recollection. At least not directly. But it did relate to some of the books coming out around the time. Over in Green Lantern Corps, the characters Isamot Cole and Vath Sarn, both introduced in Green Lantern Corps Recharge, are a Thanagarian and Iranian respectively, where they were partnered together, and tensions from Planet Heist and Ran Thanagar War were very apparent. It was part of DC's connected feel at the time. It certainly helps that the characters were also created by Dave Gibbons, The story also helps to reestablish DC's cosmic characters to showcase there is more to be told outside of Earth, and part of the comic 52 that came after Infinite Crisis itself is heavily involved with the spacefaring section of DC. So basically, this is a sampler of what DC was trying to lead towards. Even without the countdown to Infinite Crisis, this story stands on its own. It's a dramatic event, a beautifully drawn tale and a very well-told story. The characters all feature ties to other parts of the DC Universe as a whole, and if you showed up for one or two characters you already enjoyed, you might find yourself with a desire to read about new ones you have discovered through them. That about wraps up my section of all. But for more J.L. May coverage, be sure to check out Views from the Longbox, the Fire and Water Podcast Network, Married with Comics, the Task Force X podcast, the Starman Manhunter Adventure Hour, the Dr. DC podcast, the Relatively Geeky podcast, Wonder Woman Warrior for Peace, Everyone Loves the Drake, It All Comes Back to Superman, Pop Culture Affidavit, the Fan Holes podcast, the Birds of Prey podcast, and Justice's First Dawn. Links available in the show notes or on our website at coffeeandcomicspodcast.blogspot.com. You can also follow the hashtag JLMay2020. For more directly connected to this storyline, check out the Adam Strange Planet Heist episode of Relatively Geeky Presents. So, I guess here's where we take one more break, and I come back with some listener feedback.
1: This is an imaginary podcast, which may never have happened. The Short Box Showcase. But then again may have. About a father and daughter. I'm Professor Allen. And I'm Emily. Who came from Ohio and talked about comics. Identity crisis. Lone wolf and cub. Hergé's Tintin.
2: White tiger.
1: It tells of their rise to glory. When the great guests were yet to be booked.
2: I didn't know this was going to be the Jimmy Olsen hate podcast. It's
1: always the Jimmy Olsen hate podcast. (laughs) And the great feats of editing. Not yet performed. Ultraman, this is Ultra Seven, this is Ultraman Jack, and this is Ultraman Taro, and this is Ultraman Leo, and this Ultraman. Of how they spoke at length. When I read a comic, story comes first and art comes second. Continuity is really the brainchild of nitpicking nerds the world over. Those are our people, Emily. And reviewed in brief tales that explore creatively the bounds of a given character's history. Superman has basically the same relationship with Wonder Woman that he has with Batman. Of brilliant creators before their fall from grace. This is the era where Miller is at the height of his creative and artistic powers. And the ability of strong writing to encapsulate and transcend its time. Flash of Two Earths by Gardner Fox. This is an imaginary podcast. Aren't they all? Short Box Showcase is part of the Relatively Geeky family of podcasts. Check us out on the web at relativelygeekypodcast.blogspot.com or search in iTunes for Relatively Geeky or Short Box Showcase. And remember, we're not experts. We're just family.
0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us. And thanks so much for spreading the JL May 2020 love. Last episode, which was Outsiders number 29 tying in with JL May, Got Twitter likes and retweets from Jeffrey Brown, Paul Hicks, Mike Garvey, Rob Myers. Everyone loves the Drake, Delvin Williams, Chris Lydon, Ed Moore. Podcasting's Michael Bailey, Laurel Mountainflower One, Secret Wars and Beyond, Ranger Gord, The Doctor DC Podcast, Cosmic DM, History of Comics on Film, Doctor Ange, The Longbox Crusade, Justice Trek 2020. Tim Price, Justin Steiner, Alan Middleton, Martin Gray, Warlock Thanos Podcast, Mega Gears X, The Long Box of Darkness, Slangword Scott, Last Son of Bourbon, Chris Stados, Chris at BTO and Bat Books, Firestorm Fan, and Rad Adventures Network. And over on Facebook, we got likes and shares from Alan Middleton, Gene Hendricks, Jonathan Schaefer-Hames, Bill Beer, Derek William Crabb, Al Sodano, and Ruth and Darren Sutherland. On Twitter, we got a little bit of feedback from Sean Ross. He says, Great episode. You've made me want to revisit that book. And I do appreciate that, Sean. I appreciate everybody giving all the love, sharing and retweeting and all that fun stuff. Guys, gals, pets, pals. I do encourage everybody, check out all the JL May 2020 coverage. Everybody has a great show on this. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. But that pretty much sums it up for me this time around. So, I do appreciate you sticking with me. I appreciate everybody tuning in every time. And before I leave, I just want to remind you that this is the place where the comics are never too old. And the coffee is never too cold. This has been a Coffee and Comics production. All material referenced herein is copyright the respective owners and is believed covered under fair use. Feedback can be left by emailing coffeeandcomicspodcast at gmail.com, visiting the website at coffeeandcomicspodcast.blogspot.com,
1: or on Twitter
0: at Coffee Comics